Hey, welcome to my channel. My name is Caleb Williams, and a couple of years ago, I did a seven-minute video on the importance of overfunded or max-funded life insurance. Now, I used a program called Circle of Wealth. This is a person by the name of Don Blanton has an incredible team and has created this program called Money Tracks, and and they use it to coach other financial advisors, life insurance agents, and people that want to be more effective. They have a lot of different presentations, and if you want to learn more about their company, you can check out the link in the description. Um, but I use their software to walk through um, just overfunded life insurance. And I know there's a lot of misconceptions about life insurance. I know that um, what, it, everyone has a different opinion. My stance is if, you, if you're going to do life insurance, if you're going to use it as a what I call the master account or an and asset, you want to overfund. And this, this uh, is a visual way, but I've also spoke. So if you're, so if you're listening to this on the podcast, um, you'll be able to probably follow along too. And it just is a really tight example of better understanding this. And we just used it internally for training. And I thought uh, it was it was a pretty good representation of of teaching people that are that are listening to my podcast or out on YouTube. And so if you enjoy this video, please share it. We appreciate it. if you like this, leave a comment. And we're just continuing to try to um, grow our subscribers. So thank you for all of you who subscribed and and hit the the bell to stay notified. Enjoy. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. In this video, we're going to be showing you how we overfund life insurance to make it the ideal master account for our money. So when you hear the word life insurance, if you're like me, you kind of get turned off because I was always taught that life insurance was an awful place to put our money. And in most cases, when it's not structured properly, it's not very great for our money. But when it's structured properly, I, I'll argue that it's one of the best places to put our money um, versus any, any other place out there. So for a, a life insurance, there's a death benefit that comes along. And this is what most people are familiar with. And it's, it's this benefit that the insurance company has to pay your beneficiaries if something happens to you as the insured. So there's a minimum amount of money that you have to pay and a maximum amount of money that you can pay for the same amount of death benefit. And if you guess that the insurance company decides the minimum, you'd be correct. They have smart people called actuaries that um, when it comes down to the a group of large numbers, they kind of know on average when people are going to die. And so they make sure that they are uh, hedging their risk well. On the flip side, who do you think determines the maximum amount of money one could pay for the same amount of death benefit? Well, if you guessed the US government, you would be correct. And, and when people see that, I, I usually ask a question, why would the government care about how much money we put into life insurance? Well, it's because there's some benefits there that um, if they didn't, um, people would take advantage. For instance, probably the number one benefit to life insurance is when your money's in, it grows tax-deferred and can be used tax-free. So it can be one of the greatest places to store cash, save money, and have it grow tax-free. So there's an infinite amount of designs from the minimum to maximum. Now, the reason why most people have never heard of this life insurance is everyone is trying to get as cheap amount of uh, life insurance as possible. It's really a commodity. It's the, my life insurance is cheaper than yours, and people are shopping the market. And this, this kind of overfunded life insurance is not shopping the market at all because we want to put as much money in for as little amount of death benefit, which is, uh, can be uh, kind of hard to understand. 
So we, the reason why we can't put more than the maximum is in the 1980s, the government came out with um, the MEC rule. And the MEC stands for Modified Endowment Contract. And, and essentially, before this, the wealthiest people in this country were putting all their money into life insurance at the end of their life, and it just became an endowment, a tax-free endowment. So the government was like, all right, we know that there's benefits to life insurance, but we still, it still needs to be life insurance. It can't just be a total tax loophole for the wealthy. And so they pretty much said, if you don't, um, if you don't comply with the MEC guidelines, and if you overfund the MEC line, your money's gonna be treated like a qualified plan, which means your money's gonna continue to grow tax deferred, but when you, when you pull out your money, you have to pay taxes on it, um, which, which kind of kills the whole, the whole benefit of overfunded life insurance. So why, why would someone pay $10,000 for the same amount of benefit as the person paying $1,000? There must be more than just the death benefit. Well, there's living benefits. And, and when we look at living benefits or benefits that we want an ideal investment, they would be the following the tax-deferred growth, which means your money once in grows tax-deferred, tax-free distribution would be huge, competitive rate of return, when asked, most people want a good rate of return on their money, high contributions, wouldn't it be great if we didn't have uh, restrictions on how much money we could put in? Additional benefits, this, uh, by the way, represents like the death benefit or the waiver of premium, which means if something happens to you and you're disabled, uh, the insurance company will continue to pay your premium. Collateral opportunities. One of the benefits of this, and we talk, this is another way of saying controlled compounding, is your money continues to compound, but you can use it throughout your life without killing compound interest. Safe harbor. We, we want our money to be safe. We don't want our money to lose uh, any money. Uh, a guaranteed loan option. Collateral opportunities are only okay is if you have guaranteed access to that money and, and to use it by collateralizing it. Unstructured loan payments. This is this can be a great benefit because you give you have more freedom and control of when you're going to pay back that loan. Liquidity, use, and control. These are three benefits that we want on our money. And finally, uh, the benefit of deductible contributions. Wouldn't it be great if we could put our money in a place and deduct the contributions? So these are all the ideal contribution, all the ideal benefits that we would want to our money. And it turns out that uh, life insurance, when the death benefit is uh, lowered to the, when it's overfunded, and when the living benefits are increased, we get all the benefits but deductible contributions. And so the paradigm shifting moment is, instead of maximizing the death benefit, overfunding means we want to increase all these benefits and in, by doing that, we want to minimize the death benefit. And we can do this by two ways. We can put a rider on an insurance policy, which gives us, uh, which gives us a way to increase the living benefits. Or we can shorten uh, how many years we pay to life insurance. So most life insurance is paid to either 100 or 121. And what we could do is we can shorten that to um, maybe to age 65 or 10 pay. And so in doing that, we overfund. And, and, and really when I ask the question, what do we care more about, the living benefits or the death benefit, it's kind of a trick question because it depends. You care about the death benefit um, when you pass away and obviously it's the most efficient um, to pass, pass, passing your assets on because it, all your assets get passed on income tax free. But today we care more about the living benefits. 
And so the cool thing is, is when we overfund life insurance, our death benefit has to continue to increase um, to meet the MET guidelines. And so we get to maximize our living benefits today, but we know that the day that we pass away, our death benefit's gonna be uh, the greatest it's ever been. And so this is an overview of when structured properly, this kind of contract with a, a mutual dividend paying whole life insurance company is one of the best places to put our money. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.